After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever it is, wherever you are. This is a chilly morning in the old mobile studio. Just want to have another wonderful chit-chat with you. Today's title is Lessons in Losses. I want to talk about some of the losses I've had in my years on this planet. I want to talk about how to deal with those losses and how to move on with your life and get on with things and not let it bog you down or slow you down from achieving your dreams, your goal, your passion for enjoying your life to the full. So what kind of losses am I talking about? If you saw the little show notes, you saw the two S's for losses were dollar signs. Well, that's because most of the significant losses in my life, uh, at least building up to this point right now, would be financial losses. I made a lot of mistakes mistakes in my life, as most of us that's been on this planet for a little while have done. <laughs> Some of us, if you've never made a mistake, woo, you are awesome. I'd like to get your autograph or at least chit-chat with you a little bit, see what your secrets are. But if you're like me and you've made a few mistakes and you're kind of beating yourself up about it, let's just stop doing that today, okay? We can rehearse some of the things we've done, and the reason you want to rehearse and not forget some of the bad choices or mistakes that we've made is so that you don't do them again, right? You only should touch that hot stove one time before you know it's hot, and then you don't want to do that anymore. So let me see what I got here. I made some mistakes in my life by not listening to wise counsel. Whether it be somebody that you trusted, if you believe in a higher power and you go to for guidance and you have been able to have that guidance, you feel that guidance in your spirit and your soul, I've learned I should have been listening a little harder or at least after I heard what I thought I heard to maybe do it <laughs> to avoid some of the problems that I ended up with. So what kind of losses am I talking about? Well, one of the big losses that I've made was financially in 
college, went to school, thinking I needed a piece of paper to have some alphabet soup at the end of my name to make me important so I could make the big bucks. And instead of doing my due diligence, realizing or trying to figure out whether it was what it was supposed to be instead of what it turned out to be, and then counting the costs of whether it was worth it or not, what I ended up doing was I got excited. I was offered an opportunity in a physician assistant school since I was a medic way back, and I kind of loved doing that stuff that I did overseas, cutting and sewing and doctor stuff and fun stuff, things that was really cool. I enjoyed that. But over the 20, 30 years that I'd been out of that, things have changed. And a PA school that used to be a super medic school became a mini med school that they squished down into two years. And even though I was blessed to be among the 20-year-olds, the little young smart brains, the kids that were full of them and vigor, I was in my 50s when I got accepted with a 4.0 average. That's pretty good. I take that as a compliment in itself that I was able to compete with the young ones got in there. But the biggest loss that I suffered was the fact that I had deep in my spirit and my gut that I should have waited till I had some scholarships and a way to pay for this and not get into student loan debt. There's doctors that have been doctors for 10, 15 years still paying on theirs. They're the guys that we think are supposed to be making the big bucks. You'd think that they'd maybe be out of debt quick when they get into that. But instead, maybe it's because they got to go live the lifestyle of being a rich, famous doctor or something, you know, you get the big house, the big car, the big everything, trying to impress all the other folks that you don't know, that they don't know you, but anyhow, we won't go there. Maybe that's why, but for me, I was getting that impression that I should just wait till I had a way to pay for this and not to get in a big debt, because the debt was going to be over $200,000 by the time I was done, and I got scared. Fear will make us do incredibly stupid things. Maybe, let's not be too harsh. Fear makes you do things that you probably shouldn't. We just react instead of act, which don't think things through. So sometimes we make kind of perpetuates the situation because we're acting out of fear. And I figured, I'm 50. They're not going to accept me. If I don't go now and get the student loans, I may never get a, ever get a chance again to go to this here school. And uh, what I should have done was said, you know, if I have the chance to do it and I get the way to pay it, then I'll go. And if I don't, then it wasn't meant to be. Well, nope, didn't do that. So went to school for a while and ended up figuring out this just wasn't for me. I ended up figuring out after uh, half the school that things had changed enough and got in such a way that even if I had finished the whole course, got PA school, finished with my degree and everything, because I love saving lives and doing things for the betterment of people, the bottom line is I probably would have lost my license within a year or two because I would have done something to save somebody's life that wasn't on the little piece of paper. One of the first things they told us that popped my little bubble one of the very first classes and all you goody two-shoes coming in here thinking you're here to help people get that out your mind you're here to give people what their insurance affords and boy talk about popping your bubble <laughs> i thought i was there to help people now i'm not saying all schools teach that but this school was putting that in our minds and also that we were more than human beings we were like god and everybody was supposed to bow down to us and kiss our butts and 
rings and everything else. You don't wear a ring on your butt. But anyway, let's keep this show clean rating here. But anyhow, so after a little while and I kept getting told stuff like that, I decided, you know what? Uh, this is not what I should have been doing. Wish I'd done my due diligence. I got out halfway through, which means I owed a hundred thousand dollars to two hundred thousand. But still, with nothing to show for it except a good lesson and helping other people to learn about lessons in losses. Another biggest thing would be expenses and things trying to go for my dream, my goal, my passion. Not sure what it was, so I just went shotgunning it. We call shotgunning it when you just kind of aim in a general direction with a shotgun. It doesn't really have a targeted focus when you shoot. Not one bullet goes to the bullseye. It's a bunch of little BBs go all over the place. It's a scattergun is another expression. Scattergun approach. Just goes everywhere. You just shoot and hope you hit something. How's that? So I started looking at all this get rich quick, get me out of debt stuff, and I didn't even consider whether I liked it, whether I'd be good at it, or whether I would be doing anything with it. It just, it was like, ooh, these guys are good. You know, used car salesmen, they sell good. Well, these guys on the interwebs with all the fancy technology, oh, they sell good with all the, you can do this in three clicks to your mouse, and they show the big money and people standing in front of the cars and the houses and the piles of money. And little did I know with my non-computer wizardry, did I know you could photo shop that stuff. <laughs> it's not that hard. And they take advantage of gullible people like me or people that are desperate trying to figure a way out of their first loss. So I started looking for things that would get me out of the first big loss and I just created more losses. Created them little by little but little by little builds up pretty good and I ended up causing quite a big a pile of debt in that. Hence the title with the money signs for the losses, because that seems to be the one that I'm feeling kind of bad about. However, the principle is the same if you're wondering, well, I don't have any great debt. Well, if you don't, woo, God bless you. I am happy for you, and I'm in line for that. And if you have losses, maybe losses in the love life, maybe losses in relationship, maybe you've just lost your job or you're holding on to something and you're losing some of your own integrity or maybe you're losing your own ethics or values, morals, maybe you're losing your mind. <laughs> it leads me to the point of this here show. Well, I would say, first of all, don't beat yourself up if you've made a mistake. Some of the things we've done in our lives you just can't go back. It would be nice if we could push the way back machine and undo what we did, but I found it can't be done, and you just beat yourself up about it, and you grieve, and you moan, and you groan, and it doesn't make time go back. It doesn't change the decision. What you got is what you got. That's what you got to deal with. So rather than do that, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. You made a mistake. That's what humans do. We do that sometimes. But let's learn our lessons so that we don't put our hand on that hot stove again, so that we don't do something without checking it out and doing our due diligence, so that we don't click the buy button for any willy-nilly thing that's promising us stuff that's too good to be true, because most of the time things that look too good to be true are too good to be true. So what is the lesson? The big lesson and take home for me is cut your losses and cut your losses early. If you made a mistake, it's best to not 
get into that mistake in the first place. So if you see something, for example, like the shiny things online that promise you the sun, moon, and the stars, well, look at it careful, hover your finger over the mouse, and then pull your hand away, and then move on to something else. Unless you're actually going to use what it is you're going to buy, and use it till you do something with it, then don't buy it. And look around, check what other people are doing, see if it actually works. See if that thing, whatever it is, the name of whatever it is, check on the googly-woogly, look at the reviews, look at for other objective things, not things that are ads or getting people that are getting commissions or, or whatever so that they can tell you how great it is so that you'll buy it and they can get a piece of the pie. Just do your due diligence on no matter what it is. Look into things. We have technology now to where you can... Google anything, look up stuff, you can find out, you can ask people if they've ever heard of something. Don't be in such a hurry! That's another big lesson. Don't be in such a hurry to start losing things. If you realize that things are just just getting out of hand, walk away. Sometimes we want to stay in something hoping it's going to work out, hoping it's going to, you know, I just kept on going to school, kept racking up the student loans. I kept buying more stuff on a shiny object circuit, thinking one of these days I'm going to get something that works. And I didn't even try the first thing. Got a lot of cyber dust on a lot of cyber stuff, but I didn't even try what I had in the first place. And the recent, most recent big loss I had is I thought I needed somebody to tell me what to do. <laughs> so I paid them a lot of money. <laughs> And it wasn't in my heart to do what they, their advice. It might work for other folks. might even work for me. But if it isn't who you are and what you need to do, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. You got to know who you are. You got to know what you're made to do. That's for another story and another show at another time. But I'm going to tell you, besides cut your losses early, don't beat yourself up. Yes, look for ways. If it's a monetary thing, I'm looking for things to do honestly and ethically to get myself out of that hole. Can I sell enough of my possessions to get completely out of the hole? I don't think so. But there's some things that I can do, I'm sure, that I can find. I'm not even going to give you a hint of it. Don't want you running off thinking I know everything. But when I figure it out, I sure will let you know. <laughs> but I know there's things out there that I can do. There's incredible things and opportunities for us in this day and age that we can go out and earn an honest living and get out of debt. We can start learning how to be better people, to have better relationships. We can do a lot of things to recover what was lost or to cut our losses and to move on. Hope that made some sense to you. I'm going to be working on that myself. And I wish you the very best. I hope you have a great day. Come back next time. We're going to talk about forgiveness. It's something that we all need and we all need to do so that we can live a free and fuller life. And until then, goodbye and God bless.